My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today. Another really exciting interview ahead of us. The guest I'm bringing on, Anita Kuzma. She has a lot on her her belt, you guys, and I'll let her fill us in. But uh, she's a life and health executive coach, wellness consultant, and the host of Live the Width of Your Life podcast. Welcome to the show, Anita. How's it going? Oh, it's going so well. Thanks, Brittany. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. And, you know, I kept the intro really brief, but if you're open to it, if you don't mind diving in and filling in those gaps, uh, I mean, you've done all kinds of stuff and you have so many different certifications. So if you want to kind of tell us about your journey and how you got to where you are, that would be amazing. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah. I spent about 25 years in the corporate world and I did, I think all the things that I thought, you know, I really wanted to do. And then I took a look at my life and I was about 47 and I thought, you know, it's probably time for me to consider what I want to do in this next chapter. My kids were getting older and I could focus on myself. And um, so I hired a coach to help me with that process and fell in love with the coaching process and knew that that's what I wanted to do when I left the corporate world. And so about four years ago, I started my own coaching and wellness consulting business. I have a strong passion for uh, well-being, for health and wellness, for optimal health, which I describe and the World Health Organization defines as, you know, really the balance and alignment and health of our mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual state. And so when I was looking at certification programs and what would help me to be able to talk to clients about all of those things, I got certified in health and wellness, in executive coaching, life coaching. And then also um, I teach yoga and meditation and breath work. So really bringing in sort of all of those modalities in order to be able to talk to my clients about all of their life and business and career needs. I love it. I mean, you're doing some amazing things and it is Thank you. A, a scary leap to leave corporate, you know, the stability and that, but you're, yeah. it's like a rat, a rat race almost, right? I hear this yeah. all the time on interviews, you know, leaving corporate and starting that business, taking that leap of faith. And I, I really think whoever does that um, should be really proud of themselves because it is a big <laughs> uh, leap of faith, but so worth it. So Thank you. Um, tell us a little bit about, you know, where you're at today exactly in the business, maybe how you deliver your services. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I do one-on-one coaching and um, my clients, I would say, are typically very um, successful type A (laughs) uh, executives or professionals or entrepreneurs. And um, I create customized programs for them and I have clients all over the country. So I do virtual and in-person. I also um, create corporate wellness programs. So I love to be able to take what I do one-on-one and scale it to a larger audience. And I started this during COVID. I saw a huge opportunity for companies to be able to offer wellness programs that went beyond maybe just tracking steps or talking about some of the things that, you know, were defined as wellness before COVID. And um, 
really continue to expand those programs to talk about things like mental health, to talk about burnout, to talk about cognitive overload or disruption in schedules, things that we all, I think, can relate to. And I love being able to do the wellness programs, like I said, because I get to impact a larger group of people and um, and really make them interactive. And um, so that's exciting. And then the other thing I started during COVID that has continued on is I started a daily meditation group. I saw mental health especially and a lot of stress and anxiety that people were having. So I offered, um, I wanted to serve and a big opportunity was to be able to offer meditation every morning. And we have continued, I thought that it would last maybe six weeks. And then that group has continued on for now. Um, gosh, it's been over three years, right? So it's uh, it's been it's been interesting to see that continuing on. And then in August of this year, I launched my podcast, live the width of your life. And in January, very soon, my book will be ready uh, as well under the same title. That is so exciting, <laughs> your book. And is yeah. it the first book that you've written? It's the first book that I've written. Um, I've always written, I post a lot, and um, but this is definitely the first one. And I'll tell you, um, it wasn't as hard to write the book as it is now actually being vulnerable and putting it out into the world. Um, there's something that's very exposing about allowing your thoughts and your ideas to be put out into the world for other people to, to read, to consume, to, you know, possibly judge and all of that. So um, I was surprised at just the, the emotions that come up. So um, I've always had a lot of respect for people who write and put, you know, any sort of creative uh, endeavors out into the world, but even more so right now, I'll tell you. <laughs> Absolutely. Now tell me a little bit about, uh, Evaluating in 2022. I know that was one of the topics and I, I'm sure you have some value to add behind it. Yeah. So every January I choose a word or a mantra or an intention. I tell my clients to do the same thing to say, who do you want to be in this year? What is the word or a short phrase or a sentence that you are going to commit to? And for me, it was to elevate. And so I knew that this was year three of the business and I really wanted to published the book and I really wanted to, um, to launch the podcast. And so for me, Elevate was to kind of do those courageous things, the things that were I was scared to do, that I was worried about doing, and also to just invest in myself. So hiring coaches and really investing in people to who have done this already to help me on my journey. So that's why um, I picked the word Elevate. And then I also, um, you know, kind of went all in to make sure that the, I was able to do that this year. Amazing. I love it. So how, tell me a little bit of how being multi-passionate helps you create diversified revenue streams in different ways. Yeah. I don't even know if I like thought about it at the time, but I, I always have been multi-passionate, like about yoga, about wellness, about meditation, about coaching in general. I read a lot of books. I listen to podcasts. I'm always taking a class or something. So I've always been very curious and I've used that to just increase my own knowledge and bring that into the business. 
But I think what I didn't appreciate is being able to create a business that brings all of those different passions in and then being able to pull different levers. So during um, during COVID, you know, being able to create the wellness programs and meditation, those were new services that and offerings that I didn't have before. And that was very helpful because it definitely became an extension of the business and something that is very foundational today. The, hopefully the podcast and the book are two new things that I bring in. And so I think it's just thinking, you know, overall, what is my mission, which is to help people create transformational change in their life, to live the width of their life, and then say, how do I ensure that the products and services and offerings that I offer up align to that, but also are things that feed my soul? Because I love adding new things and doing new things for my clients and offering those up, but making sure that they're all things that kind of align to the overall business mission. Incredible. I love it. So growing while serving, I think this is a really good topic that will really relate to those listening. Mm-hmm. What Would you mind adding some value to that? You know, even maybe some experience while, you know, and how it's worked in your business while, while serving people, how, how you've grown. Yeah. Well, and especially so during the pandemic, you know, I was only in business like one year before that happened. And I remember being at a conference, I just um, signed up for a pretty large coaching program, investing in it, went to the session in Florida. And the night I came back was the beginning of lockdown. And so all of these plans that I had for my business they weren't going to happen in 2020 because the whole world changed. And so that's where I said, you know what, if I can't do these things, what do people need and how can I add the most value? How can I serve? And that's, as I mentioned, when I started the wellness programs for companies and meditation at the time, people at companies, they didn't, they froze all their budgets. They weren't doing anything. And so I created a lunch and learn that I thought was very, really relevant created all the content together. And I went to as many organizations as I could and said, Hey, I'd like to do this to you for you for free and offer it as something that you can offer to your, um, to your employees of service. And I will tell you that the majority of those companies that I did that for, they contacted me back in Q3 when they're, they started having pretty successful years because they cut down on expenses. There wasn't travel. So many organizations were doing okay. They said, you know what, we want to make wellness offering something that we do on a regular basis for our clients. Would you be for our employees? Would you be willing to come back and do some additional programs? And so it, you know, it really came for me from a place of service, but it ended up being something that was helpful for my business later on. Love it. So tell me a little bit more about when COVID hit, you know, were there times that you were really scared and you didn't know what to do or like, tell me about the feelings and process a little bit deeper within during COVID as it was maybe your, you said one year in when COVID hit within the business, right? If you want to talk about that a little bit deeper. Yeah, it was interesting because, um, so one of the things that I've always done is I've I've always journaled, I've always written. And when I left my corporate job, um, and even before I said, I'm going to try to write every day because I want to track my journey. I want, it's helpful for me to process my thoughts, my emotions through writing. And so I went back and, um, surprisingly, I wasn't scared. Like I just, I think I'd worked through in the first year, any fears that I had. And so there might've been 
a couple of things, but I was, the more I took action and I didn't sit back and the more I reached out to people and the more free content that I provided and the more I served people in meditation or these wellness programs, um, the more I just saw that I was supported and things were coming out as blessings and more people were reaching out. And so um, it was actually a, a pretty good year for me. Surprisingly, I didn't, the expectations I had, you know, from a financial perspective, revenue perspective that year, I didn't, you know, um, I didn't worry about it too much because I thought, okay, this is going to change. There's no way to necessarily predict it. And it all just came back from how could I add value? I'm here to help people. What is, how can I do it in a way that is most meaningful? And, um, and so I was um, so grateful that I was able to be supported and, you know, continue to, to grow the business um, year over year. I love it. So (laughs) how do you feel about, you know, as an entrepreneur, you know, oftentimes we don't feel ready for certain stuff, but we still, <laughs> we still have to take that action, right? Even when, yeah. the, when it's scary and you're not ready, but will we ever be ready? You know, you just right. got to do it now. How do you feel about that? Tell me a little bit of your experiences and maybe how, what you've learned over um, the last little bit in regards to mm-hmm. like, you're never going to be ready. Take the action anyways. Oh my gosh, such a great question, Brittany, because, you know, I come from corporate background and actually 22 years in financial services, and we spent so much time on perfecting PowerPoints and making sure that things were, you know, all buttoned up. And, um, and one of the things that I realized early on in, um, in being a solopreneur is, um, there is no one else to share this with. Like it was just me, myself and I so often. And so um, I moved quicker. Like there were, there's no bureaucracy. There's no red tape. There's no, you know, one to tell you that you have to update your PowerPoint 40 times or to make it perfect. And so I just started practicing being much better at releasing perfectionism and just doing things a little bit messy and taking action every day. And even though I've gotten better at it and it's, you know, it's just through practice and and noticing, okay, I put this out there and the world didn't come crashing down. It's all okay. Even today, today um, I announced, I did a podcast episode that I was so scared to to record and put it out there because I talked about my book and the fact that I am editing this book and it's going to be coming out soon. And I'm doing the self-publishing and working with this amazing editor though. And, um, I woke up at like 3 a.m. because I couldn't sleep. I was like, oh my gosh, the email's coming out. I'm I'm releasing chapter one and the intro of the book so people can get a sneak peek of it. And I felt like all day, like, oh my goodness, this I can't believe I'm doing it. Like there was the nerves and the anxiety, but also the excitement at the same time. And once I did it, like I was so grateful because there's so many people in my community, so many people that are friends and family who are so supportive. And, you know, you rely on on folks during that time to help, to give feedback, to, you know, you're going to recognize nothing's going to be perfect when you first put it out. But if it touches somebody and it helps somebody, then um, it's better than holding back until you think that you've, you know, perfected it. Absolutely agree with you there. I feel like, you know, there's so, and I've heard this on many other interviews as well as like perfectionism leads to procrastination, right? Oh my gosh, totally. 
Yeah. Just get it out there. You don't know who you're going to speak to, who you're going to relate to. And, um, that's all that matters. And it'll come like, as time goes on, things will get, you know, better and better, but it doesn't have to be perfect. We're human. Right. So. And that's actually, if you go back, um, even when I, before I launched my first podcast episode, I went back and I listened to as many people that I follow, you know, like Lewis Howes and Kathy Heller and just the podcast that I listened to, I went and I listened to their first podcast episodes. That is and smart. You, and you can that is see. so smart. Yeah, you can see the progress and you can see all the growth. Even if you go back to original, like Gary V, you know, all those things. And you're like, you know what? There's always, I always call it the first pancake. You know, when you're making pancakes, the first pancake, it's not going to look pretty. It's never the right, you know, shape or consistency, but you have to keep making more and they get better. And so it's the same thing here. You just put the first one out and you do your best. And then the next one's going to be better. And then you're going to learn more and you're going to do better. And, um, the, you know, I think that you just have to keep going and you have to keep trying and you have to keep learning. And, um, I think that's what success is. Absolutely. Oh, you, you took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, I, I look back at my first one and I cringe. I'm like, oh, but then like, like you said, if you look, everyone feels the same way. They're like, you know, yeah. If you listen back to my first episode, you know, um, yeah. so it's, it's, yeah, we're not alone on that at all. I think everyone goes through that and it's just getting that first one out and just keep going, you know, that's right. Mm-hmm. So Annetta, tell us a little bit about the podcast. What were your intentions behind them when you started and where are you at today? Yeah. So yeah, my intention, so I've trademarked live the width of your life, which comes from this Diane Ackerman quote that I'm fascinated with, which she says, you know, you don't want to have lived the entire length of my life and realize or lived my entire life and realized I just lived the length I want to live the width. So it made me think about what does that mean to live the width? What does it mean to really live every single day with depth and purpose and passion and peace? And then, um, there's so many podcasts in which um, we interview people or interview celebrities or people who've already found success. And so my mission and goal was to say, I want to talk to everyday people who took courageous action or who pushed themselves out of a comfort zone or who, you know, saw the silver lining in an opportunity that maybe didn't look like a blessing when it first happened. And I love those stories. I love people. I love talking to them. I love connecting and hearing more about their stories. I love when they can inspire someone else to say, that's really interesting. This person, you know, said that they did this. Why can't I try it too? So my hope is just by highlighting other people's stories, everyday people that others will go, I can do that. Or I relate to this person. And we've had We've had folks talk about, we've had functional medicine doctors talk about, you know, ways that we can improve our health. I've had a mom who is works full time and is really creative and has a calligraphy fee business. You know, I've invited so many different people to the podcast today. I'm going to be interviewing someone who's just written her second book to talk a little bit about how do you do that while balancing working full time and doing this on the side. You know, there's just so many amazing people in the world doing great things And if we only look at the news or sometimes our social media feed, we think the world is falling apart. And in many ways, there's so many things that are negative, but there's so many good stories. And so I wanted to be able to share those as well. Love it. Absolutely. Like, 
I love that, you know, you're, you're looking for those people who are open to talk about their success and their courageous moments and not just focused on, you know, you're focused on every single everyday people. And that's important too, because they have most relatable stories. And I think that speaks louder than than anything else. Um, So do you do any solos or just interviews? I do solos too. So, um, I love doing interviews, but I've also done, I think I've done maybe two or three solos so far, three solos. And, um, I want to do more of those. I love doing the solos because I like sometimes being able to identify some trends or things that people are saying, or also to talk about what I'm seeing from my coaching clients, like something that people need. Like I did a solo episode on how to take control of your schedule. And, you know, because I see so many people struggling to be able to keep up with the work demands and life demands. And so just talking about how do you create routines? How do you, you know, plan better? How do you structure your day in a way that supports all of your goals so that you can be healthy and also sustain the pace. Um, And today, you know, of course, doing the solo episode um, that launched today was about the lessons I learned from the book and writing a book and what I would do different next time. So incredible. Yeah. Now tell us a little bit about how it affects your business, the podcast. Do you use it to scale the business as well? I hope so. I mean, I think that one thing with the podcast, um, people, they hear from me. So sometimes when you're hiring a coach or really anybody to work with, I always say your vibe attracts your tribe. And uh, I heard that in yoga teacher training. And so I always think about, you know, I think it's important for people to get to know um, someone's personality and to be able to to hear how they interact with others and just to be able to to see what they have to offer. And so um, I think that the podcast is helpful that way for people that may be interested in working with me one-on-one. I also think that it definitely helps from a credibility perspective to be able to um, share what I've learned and to be able to do it in a different format for those that maybe aren't reading posts or maybe aren't as active on social media, but love podcasts. And, um, and like, it just feeds my soul to be quite honest, Brittany, it's just something that brings me such delight and energy. And it, especially I've interviewed a lot of clients and I've interviewed people that, you know, I admire. And I just think that that's really good karma to be quite honest. It's just so good to be able to do something and to share, put something in the world that other people can benefit from like you, right. You know, like when you do your podcast. So hundred percent, I completely agree with you there. You know, podcasts are amazing for building that credibility, building that authority, but also mm-hmm. making those connections globally and changing lives, yeah. you know, yes. and they're a lot of fun. Absolutely. So I'm very fun. passionate about mine too. And it <laughs> light, lightens me up and, uh, yeah. you know, it's so much fun. I always leave much more energized and, you know, the people you meet, it's just incredible. It's an endless opportunity every time you get on to an interview, you know, so Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so have you found any challenges within the podcast? I know I like to ask that question on most of my interviews, just because I, I like to see the different answers. And I know it's so relatable to those listening. Um, any challenges that you've overcome? Any challenges at the moment with the podcast? You know, I gave myself a month to figure out how to launch a podcast. And so researched a lot and, um, and try to look online and like, if you don't know something, Google's great. (laughs) And uh, so I would say just really figuring out what to do to launch it and to then um, 
I would say the other is really editing and figuring out the best editing tools. It, it can be really time consuming and cumbersome, especially when you have other things going on. I luckily have an amazing virtual assistant and um, started working with her this year. And she's just done, I think, a great job helping to edit the podcast. And, you know, you still figure things out. Like there's definitely how do you what hashtags do you use? How do you leverage SEO on YouTube? What do you put on YouTube versus some of the other uh, platforms? And so there's still so much to learn about it. I think that um, that is helpful. But for me, I want to focus on good content, great guests. I want to focus on sharing their stories and then hopefully over time, figure out some of those other um, things just to make it um, even more visible. Absolutely. And, you know, that'll all come with time, you know, it all come mm -hmm. together after a little bit of time. So um, love it. Now for 2023, what I, I know you mentioned you're focused on, you know, good, great guests, good content. Um, yeah. Any other big desires or focus within the business and within the podcast? Yeah. Um, well, I'm super excited about the book launching right. and I've been thinking about maybe doing an accompanying journal, um, or planner, um, because I love both of those two things. And so right. I would love to do those as extensions. And, um, I am doing a retreat in January, one local, and then I'm hoping to do, um, so the first year of my business, I did an international retreat in Portugal and <gasps> I'd never, I'd never, I'd never been to Portugal and I'd never attended a retreat or facilitated one, but it was one of those things where I'm like, I think I want to try this. Like, why not? And loved it. It was fantastic. And, uh, so I think this year I definitely want to, um, to do one again, probably internationally and excited about the one in January. I've only almost all sold out. I only have like two spots left. So more of that. And, um, and then just continuing to hone my skills, right? Like I just want to continue to offer services that my clients want. Um, I think I'll be launching a group coaching program called, um, live the width of your life, which will accompany, you know, the, um, the book and hopefully help support people in a group setting for those that prefer that, uh, rather than one-on-one. -on -one. So those are a couple of the things, but I always leave a little room for magic and serendipity. Right. Too. <laughs> well, super exciting. I love when we talk about retreat <laughs> retreats. Yeah. Uh, I, and it's amazing that you took that leap of faith, never being to Portugal, yeah. never gone on a, on a retreat before. And you did it all yourself. I, that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. So Thank you. I will be seeing where your next retreat is. Um, and it's exciting. Yeah. So yeah, I think good. it's going to be Italy. Oh, okay. Well, that's my <laughs> favorite place, Greece and Italy. Okay. I'm just writing okay. that down. <laughs> well, Greece, Greece is on the list for a future one. So uh, we'll be in, we'll be in touch. I'll give you all the details, Brittany. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll, we'll definitely stay in touch. I love it. So yeah. tell me a little bit about, okay. So based on where you, are, where you are today, if you were to double your profit and revenue, would there be any changes you would have to make? What are some new challenges you would have to um, <laughs> overcome? That's a great question. Uh, probably scale up on the virtual assistance, you know, I, mm -hmm. and um, in terms of how much time and capacity there, maybe I would probably need someone else to help with some content development and some other yeah. administrative things, which would be helpful. But, you know, let's, uh, let's do it. And let's see, <laughs> I, I'm ready to scale if, uh, if that comes up, uh, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And you're not alone. It's like everyone, um, 
it's pretty much the same answer I get every time. It's like, yeah. you definitely, if you're looking to scale, you're going to have to outsource possibly at times, you yeah. know, and, um, and that's all right. But this is yeah. amazing. I want to give you the last uh, couple minutes here to just really dive in. If you want to add anything else about your business and then at the, at the very end, just let everybody know the best way to connect with you. Um, so yeah, if there's anything else you want to talk about that you offer in the business, um, now is the time. Yeah, I would just say if someone's listening and they find themselves maybe burned out or they find themselves maybe stuck in life or just having lost their zest, maybe a little flat, um, I would reach out and do a free coaching consultation with me. I love talking to people. And even in 45 minutes, we're able to get through a couple of um, goals and really make some progress and see if coaching is for you. So I always offer that up. I also always offer... Uh, a week's worth of meditation for free for people to try it. So there's no obligation. It's um, in the morning. If there's a little bit of yoga, then we move into meditation. Just another great way for people to try meditation. If they're, you know, the type that say I'm not good at meditation or I struggle with it. No, one's really great at it. It's, it's definitely not a measuring stick that way. So that's another thing that I would love to offer to folks. And, um, they can find me um, at, um, gosh, at Ardellian Kuzma. I'll give you all the details put in your show notes on Instagram. I'm very active at the, my full name on Ardellian Kuzma on LinkedIn and um, Live the With Your Life podcast, you know, um, and those are probably the three channels that I would say to, and then also look at uh, livethewith.com. You can find um, my website and also details about when my book is coming out. Super exciting. I'm, I'm pumped for your book to come out as well. Thank it's really, you. really exciting. You're welcome. Thank you. And then I, I just want to take the time to thank you again. It's been a pleasure having you on today. You shared so much valuable insight. Um, and that's exactly what I'm looking for on my show. So thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. Such a pleasure, Brittany. Thank you. Have a great day. Of course. Of course. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, um, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on just like Annetta did today to share your story, talk about the business and podcast, please go to top100interview.com. Thanks, guys. Catch you on the next one. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.